Hey everyone, this is Jeff Wu, and for this edition of Jeff Talk, we're going to be talking about life under a lockdown. Now, whether you're officially in a quarantine zone, or you've been ordered to shelter in place by your local government, or you're in a state or a city that hasn't quite yet gotten that serious about enforcing these types of regulations, your lives, our lives, my lives have probably changed a lot over the last couple of weeks. So for this Jeff talk, I want to spend some time talking about the lifestyle, aesthetic, kind of the self routine habits, how to deal with uncertainty, how to deal with routine, how to deal with the changing world around us. What can we do as individuals to better ourselves and hopefully weather the storm together and get through this pandemic? How can we not just stay sane? in a quarantine or a lockdown, but how can we actually be proactive and prove ourselves? My ideas, my thoughts really encapsulate into three broad themes. Let's go into it. I actually have a whiteboard that Zillis helped me set up. So let's try something new here. We'll do a little bit of a lecture series like all those Instagram and YouTube influencers. Let's see if this is actually effective. One broad bucket that I've been thinking about is a way to visualize certainty and uncertainty by routine and non-routine. So graphically, we can create an x-axis where we talk about certainty and uncertainty. Earlier this year, January 2020, whether we had our lives in order, we're really on top of our things, or we were just lazy and always on YouTube. We probably had a good sense of certainty in our lives. We were all somewhere along this side of the x-axis. So whether you were on top of your game or not on top of your game, you had a good sense of how the world was working, how your community would react to certain types of things. When the epidemic, the pandemic really, really started ramping up and the governments both federally, state, and local started changing all of routines, putting us in lockdown. This definitely caused a big lurch into our everyday routines. Our certainty really changed to uncertain. So all of us came down this negative direction on the x-axis. So all of us in early March were probably somewhere in this region. Now let's talk about a y-axis. Let's talk about routines. A lot of us who, again, had our things together probably have a really set routine. And routines are good because it allows you to compound and keep building and doubling down on skills and progress on different projects. One of the biggest ways to amass momentum, amass wealth, amass skill is focusing on a few things and do them over and over and over again until you get more and more skill. That's called momentum. That's called compounding interest. That's called developing mastery over your skills, right? You don't want to be a dilettante with no routine. You just do 17 different things. You never master anything. When we went from pre-COVID to current COVID, all of us went somewhere along the line of certainty to this zone here. We all went down to no routine with high uncertainty. That stands the reason. None of the routines that existed before COVID are relevant, and we had no idea how the world 
world was going to respond. We had no idea the viral factor, the fatality rate, how our governments, how our hospital systems, how our frontline health workers were going to respond to the system. We didn't even know if the post service is enough function. We didn't know if Amazon was going to deliver food. We didn't know if grocery stores would be open. In this spot, I think it's all okay for us to take a little bit step back and observe. But I would say over the last couple of weeks that we in San Francisco and the Bay Area have been in lockdown and in quarantine, we started to get a little bit more certainty back into our lives. And I would suggest that as we have more certainty, that we start considering installing new routines back into our lives. Obviously, our routines are going to change, but it doesn't mean that we cannot start new routines that are beneficial for our own sanity as well as our own productivity. I encourage all of us to think about adding new routines that make sense in our uncertain times. So my push in my personal application has been, we are now in this spot, all of us, whether we're had good routines before or had no routines before, we all have an opportunity to actually bring ourselves in this trajectory. We are getting more and more certainty of how we should be treating COVID and managing COVID. And we all have more and more idea of what would be a better routine for our lives. So what does that mean tactically? When I wake up every morning, I'm lucky to have a rooftop that I have access to. And when I wake up, I have my cup of coffee. I add a little bit of MCT oil powder, a little bit of uh, cream, get my computer, my phone, maybe a headphones, spend 30 minutes, spend an hour in the sun, catching up on news, maybe texting and catching up with some of my coworkers or colleagues, maybe have a brief phone call with a few friends and just really start the day off in a nice, smooth way. That has been a really good routine for me because normally pre-COVID, I would be going to the office or, or likely going to my a morning workout. But since that we have no routine now, having this totem to wake up, get some sun, there's obviously some physio physiology going on there where you have a circadian rhythm, getting that vitamin D, getting that sunlight into my eyes. But aside from that, I think the most important thing is getting that routine back. That has been really, really helpful. And another big routine that I've installed and incorporated into my life is doing a MRF every single day. So for folks who don't know what a MRF is, that's a workout named after Navy SEAL that was killed in combat. And the workout is a one mile run followed by 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats, so bodyweight squats, and another mile at the end. This has been a workout that I've always been kind of eyeing my eye on. Never had the time or wherewithal to just go and do one. And 11 days ago, I decided to just do my first Murph. I ended up sort of committing on my Instagram, just post, just, just saying how I'm doing a Murph. I'm thinking about doing one every single day for this lockdown. That cornerstone habit for me that I've created has really been something that keeps me motivated on doing good, productive things. So things like getting sun, early in the morning, doing a MRF every single day, these forms of routine, these forms of st stability have really made me much more stable, confident, and certain of what my life looks like. So it doesn't mean that you need to do a MRF every single morning. If you don't have an access to a roof, it doesn't mean that you need to go wait until you have a rooftop to, to go get some sun. 
But think about how you can apply this into your own life. A lot, you know, when I talk to a lot of friends, I know Zill behind the camera was talking about that he doesn't really get some sun. And I would encourage us to just get a little bit of sun in the morning. Uh, just go outside, get some fresh air, start adding back a little bit of certainty and routine back into your life. And then from a workout perspective, if you're not used to doing pull-ups, push-ups, calisthenics, and runs, I wouldn't recommend just diving in there, running a Murph every single day. But you can do your own version of Murph, whether that's 20 push-ups, 30 push-ups, 10 pull-ups, half a mile run. We can all do a little bit of that routine and we all have different starting positions that we can attack. I think the point is to do something that's challenging but not impossible, that gives you a little bit of a bar to cross that isn't going to injure yourself and something that you can, uh, you can do every single day, a positive totem you can sink and base a little brick of rebuilding routine in our lives. One of the things that all of us humans hate is uncertainty. So I know that a lot of us are stressed out, worried. Unfortunately, a lot of the stuff is beyond our pay grade to control. So my recommendation, my thought here is that keep our universe small in the sense of what we can actually control and what I can control for my individual self is my routines. And adding new routines after they've all been disrupted has been very helpful. We all went from certain to uncertain. Our routines went from something to nothing. Let's take this opportunity to reinstall some good routines over the next few weeks. Let's move on to theme two. And that's thinking about passive versus active, reactive versus proactive. So I'm actually use the same whiteboard here but relabel the y-axis from no routine and routine. And let's redefine the axis as passive, reactive to active, proactive. If we look at the x-y-axis from certainty to uncertainty, passive to active, we had a very similar trajectory of how our lives changed after COVID. We all had certainty in our lives. They all went uncertain. And we all, whether regardless of how proactive or reactive we were, we all became very reactive because we had no idea what was happening. We all had to figure out, okay, now do I need to stop on food? How do I react to all this new information about COVID and stores shutting down or jobs or offices shutting down? We're all responsive, we're all reacting. Now that I would say that we have a little bit of our feet underneath us, I would again recommend thinking about how do we take this opportunity to think proactively? Let's not just stay passive, not, let's not just stay reactive. Now, I have to say that some of us are in a relative privileged position where we can be a little bit proactive. I know a lot of people, a lot of our friends, a lot of coworkers, we have friends who've been laid off. And that just means you have to be reactive on top of reactive. But that doesn't mean you give up and roll over. It means being really sharp, quick, decisive on what you need to react towards. I know that Congress just passed and was signed into law, CARES Act, which talks about a lot of the unemployment and government assistance programs. Be really on top of reacting to that legislation change and all the programs that are out there. So I know there's unemployment benefits, rent abatements, all this stuff. So be sharp, 
on attacking and and really participating in the help that our government is providing. But for folks who are more fortunate, who have their jobs, who can work from home, I would say that there is this relative respite where the entire world is almost taking a little bit of a breather. And I've taken this opportunity to think about what I've thought was really important or what I've really personally enjoyed over the last three months, six months, year of what I've been doing in my life. Whether that's with the business, with the podcast, with the research I've been doing, to my exercise, to my relationships. What has gone really well in all of these different attributes of life and which things do I not want to do anymore? Whether it's part of the business, part of the podcast, part of my personal relationships. This is kind of a kick in the butt for all of us. Can we take this moment to take a step back and realize, hey, we have a global respite. We can all be a little bit more proactive now because we don't have the typical daily bombardment of inbound requests that often happens to us in the day-to-day humdrum of normal life. We have the time to step back and think. And for the folks that are lucky enough to have that opportunity, again, we're not the folks down here who, who are forced to be reactive because we just recently laid off or we're a nurse or a doctor and we're now working 24-hour shifts. For the 90% of us who aren't healthcare practitioners and for the lucky some percentage of American population that have a job still, understand the privilege, understand to take the time to be proactive. So I thought about things that I want to be doubling down on. I really enjoyed creating content and sharing my thoughts to all of you. So this is something I really want to be spending more and more time being thoughtful on. I've really enjoyed working with the researchers, the scientists, uh, the elite athletes at h Men. So that's what I want to be spending more and more time on, really at the cutting edge of metabolism and physiology. Maybe to get some specifics, I've taken this time personally to think about what the world's going to look like after COVID. I don't think this is too much of an exaggeration or overhyping the cultural moment. I think the world is really going to shift from pre-COVID to post-COVID. I mean, think of how many events the entire world experiences all together. The most tongue-in-cheek version of that was maybe Pokemon Go a few summers back where everyone was out on the streets talking to each other, playing Pokemon. I think that little little game was kind of that cultural moment and it definitely impacted culture in a lot of ways. And I think obviously COVID-19 is so much more serious and so much more of an impactful event that's going to be going on and will be going on for the next few weeks, if not months. So think of that from that perspective. This is absolutely going to change our culture our way of life, maybe our government and social systems and structures. So some of the things I've been thinking about is what is this new world going to look like and what types of businesses, opportunities, or cultural changes that will happen. And I think the entrepreneurial part of me is thinking about, okay, how do we adapt to this new world? Uh, How do we help make that transition more seamless for more people? So one idea I think is going to be very interesting is remote work. I think at HMN, we've always been very asynchronous and pretty 
memo driven in terms of how we communicate and how we make decisions. And I think this event has forced that for almost has forced that essentially for everyone. So I can imagine a world where everyone works from home instead of paying rent to corporate commercial office space. What if everyone just had monthly retreats where instead of putting that budget into an office space once a month for a week, there's a retreat in Lake Tahoe, a retreat in Hawaii, a retreat in Colorado, where everyone just powwows, has a really high quality FaceTime together, in-person time together for that week. And then everyone does their own stuff back at home. That could be a very interesting model of how we do business and work in the future. E-commerce, I think, is going to be even bigger. Traditional statistics talks about 10% of commerce being e-commerce. And this has been a forced shock where I would say a lot of commerce now has been forced to move digitally. People saw the curves on retail. Retail was always going to be a little bit dead. Maybe this is the final axe to really force all of us to go into the digital world. So what does that mean for businesses like ours? Or what kind of services and software needs to exist to enable the transition of so many jobs, livelihoods, businesses going from physical retail into this digital first world? That's going to be accelerated. happening already in schools. Schools, I think, is a really good, interesting. Schools are charging $40,000, $50,000 a year. And they're still charging people that, even though they're doing remote lectures and classes, there's very eloquent arguments that there's been an education bubble. Why are people getting four-year underwater scuba diving degrees, paying $200,000, $250,000, going to debt? Like There clearly seems to be a mismanagement, a, a miscalibration of expectations of what an undergraduate degree and what skills you get out of that degree versus what that degree means in terms of employable job to repay that debt. So I think there'll be a miscalibration and a correction in education and the cost of education. Those are just three things that have been especially obvious, but there's 17 other ideas that are probably sinking around back in my, back in my consciousness of how the world will change. Change is scary, but change is inevitable. Make sure that we're safe. Make sure we're healthy. Let's make sure we all survive this epidemic and this pandemic. But once we're through to the other side, I'm confident we're going to get through to the other side. Let's talk about creating a new universe, a new world that we all would love to be part of. And the last thing I want to talk about is the notion of social distancing versus physical distancing. I know the popular term is social distancing, but I think more than ever now, we need to be talking and creating this sense of community. I think we're all physically isolated and to be socially isolated is the worst combination of the two. So I actually do believe that the preferred nomenclature now is physical distancing, not social distancing. And that's the last thing I want to talk about. We're all in uncharted territory. I think we've all seen the PR terms of all the company emails, unprecedented times. Yeah, it sounds like a trope now, but it's true. It's crazy times. I think we all have a lot to get off our chest of like, whoa, this is crazy. This is insane. I don't, this is, feels like we're in a movie. Part of the time, I seem very organized. I'm on top of things. I'm talking about passive, being proactive, I'm talking about having no routine to routine. But I'm not perfect. I'm not some 
automate time where I'm like able to flip the switch and just go from boom, reality smack in the face to now back to like a perfect lifestyle. Absolutely not. The, definitely the first few days was like just reeling in terms of what is going on. Are we all going to die? Are we not going to die? Is this a nothing burger? Is this a flu? Is not a flu? That's very natural. I think we should all give ourselves some leniency and some self-understanding that, man, this is scary. We don't know, really know what's going on. But that doesn't mean that we should be lazy and not and, and, and isolate socially. We should slowly rebuild our lives, slowly rebuild the productivity. And I think a big part of that is to not be socially isolated, meaning you don't talk to anyone. Yes, of course, physically isolate, but talk to people. I know that I've been, I've kind of enjoyed being able to pick up the phone and calling almost everyone in my phone book. It's something I personally have been doing, and I said would be doing more than most people. I know a lot of people our generation just text and just never talk on the phone anymore. And I've realized personally that I've just always enjoyed just calling and people often just pick up. I've been just doubling down on that. And just hearing someone's voice, even on, or, or on face, I'm just seeing someone's face. There, there's some shared camaraderie there. And I think one of the best ways to build trust and rapport is shared suffering. And in a lot of ways, we are in a, this global community sharing this fight, this burden of fighting this virus all together. Call people. Don't just be texting people. Try to see people. Try to at least have an eye-to-eye conversation, whether that's through a computer screen or through your phone screen. But there's something in just seeing a human face talking back at you, even though it's through a screen, that's better than just texting. So I encourage, don't be afraid to reach out. Please, if we can be that for you at the HVMN podcast, write in, shoot us DMs. I know a lot of you guys have been giving me personal encouragement as I'm doing this Murph challenge has been posting my thoughts ad hoc on Instagram and a lot of comments on YouTube. We always appreciate that feedback and that, and that support. So I encourage you to reach out to us. If you don't have other people to reach out to, we're more than happy to chat, figure this out all together. So let's summarize and wrap up here. As we've all moved from some relative certainty in our lives to uncertainty, it doesn't mean that we can be happy with having no routine and being 100% reactive. If we have to be in that spot because of our job, because of our position, then yes, we have to deal with it. But the fortunate ones of us that have a little bit more purview and a little bit more control, yeah, keep our universe small, keep our world small, start building new routines back into your life, whether that's going out in the sun, doing a a little bit of a workout routine that you can anchor and build confidence and routine momentum around. And two, let's think about going from being very reactive, responding to all the things that we need to be processing with the news, with the new routines that we all have. Let's take a step back and think about what are the things we proactively want to work towards. Do I want to learn a new skill? Do I want to go get that degree? Do I want to start a YouTube channel? Do I want to become an influencer? Do I want to become a scientist? Do I want to do a Boston Marathon? Start taking a step back and plan some goals while we have this time to really step back and think. And lastly, let's stay safe and let's stay physically isolated, but don't be socially isolated. Be healthy. I'll talk to you guys all very soon. While we might be forced to be physically isolated, it doesn't mean that we can't be physically fit.